And now, this episode of Flight Risk brought to you by our lovely sponsors at... One of them starts walking up to you and grabs the jacket that you're still wearing by the collar. I really wish you hadn't done that. Why? Grab my repulsor fist and smack him right in the face. Hello there, and welcome to Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is an actual play RPG podcast set during the Clone Wars era of the Star Wars universe. On Coruscant Nights, our goal is to bring as many different voices to the table as we can. You sure got Val Yindo's family there, don't ya? We do. Sure got Val Yindo over a barrel. Uh, <laughs> look, fellas, I, I don't know if you, you forgot your prescription lenses, but uh, clearly there's been some kind of mistake. I mean, th- there's not much family resemblance here. Mando, man. Underline, underline, exclamation point. Yeah, he's the one, he's he's real shiny. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, you did get it, right? Of course I got Mando, man. Do a deception check. Hey, Flight fans. GM as always, Dwayne here. My pronouns are he and him. This episode of Flight Risk stars... I'm Joe Chasm. My pronouns are he, him. And I play Bail Branda. A Mandalorian bounty hunter with a subclass of assassin. Hey guys, I'm Noah. My preferred pronouns are he, his, they. And I play Skoga, the Trandoshan Marauder, whose pronouns also happen to be he, his, they. I'm Nimoy. My preferred pronouns are they, them. And I play Dork, the Mandalorian bodyguard. Hello, my name is Ryan. My pronouns are he, him. And I will be playing Bog, the Chadrafon gunslinger, whose pronouns are also he, him. Let's buckle up. It's time for another Flight Risk episode. of Bale, Doric, Skoga, and Bog continue their adventure in the ice caverns of Illum. The two Mandalorians and the interdimensional travelers are hoping not only to survive the cave, but also to find a way for the Chadrafan and Trandoshan to return to their home. Will they be able to navigate through the increasingly erratic force energies? Or will they find themselves adding to the specters of the Caves of Ilum? So as you guys move in deeper into this little tomb, you come to the uh, first kind of opening. And it is like uh, the ones that Bale and Dork have seen before. It seems to be another kind of like, like a small lab was cut out of the ice cave somewhere for an individual to work. And sitting kind of slumped over a desk, you see a body that is unmoving. And just right away, you guys can tell that this is a, a, a dead body. It is just slumped over there. It's probably decaying. One of the arms has already fallen off, but it's just slumped over a desk. How long has it been dead? It is pretty much almost skeletal. Oh, so, so, that so long? it's been a while. So it's like a like a Skyrim like monster thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a dragar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a dargar or whatever they call it. A dar- dragar or yeah, whatever. Dra- they call yeah, it. I, I forget. Dwegar. Yeah. Not a journal talking. <laughs> Do, does he have 
<laughs> Does he have an ancient Nord, uh, you know, hand axe and, uh, you know, ancient Nord armor, maybe some ancient Nord uh He has a, a copy of the uh, lusty... three coins. <laughs> he has a copy of the <laughs> lusty <three> Argonian. <laughs> you dare make that cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Check the union bylaws. We have rules about this, Dwayne. <laughs> There's an arrow in his knee, something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um so the jokes yeah oh bethesda we're gonna get sued <laughs> uh upon seeing the body uh Skoga goes up to it and starts looking through its pockets seeing if he can find anything um you find just like odds and maybe some writing instruments maybe some decayed snack food like i don't know i assume granola would last a while some really dusty and moldy granola in his pocket <laughs> worth <laughs> one gold piece each worth, worth a copper <laughs> in skyrim everything sells for gold <laughs> bog also. probably is <laughs> it's like but crime. uh there's no there's no like uh, uh he doesn't conveniently have like an id on him or something you know a little worker uh, badge no there's uh there's like uh some data pads there's some writings on the the table that he's slumped over that uh if you take a look at you can see that this is writings about emotions and how they connect to the force and how if you can ma manipulate someone's emotions their force connection could get stronger if you cut someone's emotions away, they lose their connection to the force. So there's a lot of theories that maybe crackpot, maybe actually brilliant, unless you do some more research, you don't know. But this seems to be the one of the remains of a ghost you were speaking to. Would Bog be able to copy any of this information down or are these data pads functional? Could he transfer this information? Sure. I, I believe that, you know, these data pads seem to be functional enough. Even if it has like a 1%, 2% charge, whatever left, that you could easily just do a quick copy of information over. Oh, then he, oh, then he 100% does that. Sure. So, yeah, you get uh, what looks like to be some semi-coherent ramblings about, like I said, the emotions and how you could drive someone to be very, very connected to the force by manipulating their emotions. <clears throat> um, can we have can I have a oh. copy of that? Anarchy would kill me if I didn't get a copy of that. <laughs> Might literally kill me if I don't get a copy. How about we just take the data pad with us? With us. Yeah, and then you can, yeah, and then you can charge it back on your yeah, ship exactly. or something. I mean, like, all they're doing is just copying the data. They need to go out somewhere else anyways. I mean, we'll just take it. Like, like, they're in our world. This is Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Get to the duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so just put that in the bag. We'll we'll have Anarchy take a look at it later. Later, picks up a, a weird like paperweight and is like could be useful. Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like snow I, I, globe. <laughs> it's a snow. Yeah, <laughs> it's a. It's like one of those. It's like perfectly globular and it floats on. It is a big Disney snow globe. If, if this was actually a Star Wars production, this is probably where we throw our hidden Mickey in there. Yes, it'd be a little Mickey yeah, Mouse exactly. inside there. Let's have everyone roll a perception check for me, please, against uh, two red and a purple. Uh, how much? Uh, perception. Plot. Now we actually roll things. It's incredible. Hey, two yellows. Two uh, red and a purple. Let's roll this. Two red and a purple. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Two threats? 
points uh, for the Bell Branda. What success for the Dort Thrawn? Skog got himself a th- that's a threat and an advantage. Uh, that is. Well, oh, that's failure. Failure. Is, I don't. Okay, he got him a, a, a triangle. A triangle and a a wreath? Yeah, so... (laughs) A triangle and a wreath? So, it's, you know... Christmas time is here. It's our our holiday special all of a sudden. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, so, uh, Doric was the only one with a success, so... Well, maybe the others are looking around at the other things that didn't hear. Doric, you see kind of off in the... Almost inside the wall, but walking on all four seems to be what looks like a very massive dog-like thing. Kind of just walking around the outside of the room, not really paying much attention to you guys at the moment. Okay. Uh, everyone, quiet uh, down. Um, uh, he sort of uh, points in the route. Ra- uh, through a series of, of Mandalorian hand signals, he conveys uh, perfectly... To to uh, to bail the situation and does nothing to explain this to the other. Uh, I'm sorry, but could you speak up? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's talking as he's doing the motions. Dog, there, not looking. Quiet, okay. Scooters. Hey, look, there's a dog over there. <laughs> no, I have I have plans for my dark side. Yeah, the dog does, pays no attention to the loud Mandalorian and yeah. just kind of is just walking the perimeter of the room. This kind of phantasmal, kind of large dog-looking thing. Oh, it's just the ghost dog. Uh, Bale walks up to the ghost dog. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's itching for that dark side. Yeah. All right. I mean, okay. So let's see how you do with this. Let's have you do because you don't really have animal handling in this in this game. Let's do a survival check. Survival. Roll a sur- or, or maybe xenology if you have that. I don't know if that's a skill that Bale would have. So either no, survival Bale, or xenology. Yeah, Bale does not have that, but my xenology is way better than my survival. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I rolling against? Uh, let's see. I'll say it's things vigilance. Uh, two red. Two red? Okay. <laughs> All dice have canceled out. <laughs> you oh, this is not gonna... Yeah. <laughs> so the the dog just ignores Bale putting his hand out and just continues walking through Bale at the moment and just does his like almost like doing patrolling laps around this room. Oh. You see? Harmless. Let's keep uh, so so what else what else is in this room? It's obviously not bothering. Uh, well, he's obviously guarding something, so there must be something valuable more than just these scribblings and whatnot. Very good observation. Mm, we should look. Sure. If you want to do what type of check you think, a perception check, or what other kind of skill would you use to find a hidden thing? Yeah, Bog has acute senses, being a charger fawn, so he'll he'll roll for some perception here. Sure. Uh, we'll say it's going to be. Uh, three difficulty with, uh, we'll just say one black added on because you're in a different universe. Maybe there's the, using DC Comics logic, the vibrations are a little bit different in this universe and it's mm-hmm. kind of throwing you off just a little bit that you're not in your home universe. Yeah, this is just a normal dog, not a Star Wars dog, man. You don't, you don't know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> and Bog's sense. acute sense. 
from his racial feature oh, will cancel out, cancel out that <laughs> setback. Uh-huh. Bada bing, bada boom. Three successes, one advantage. All right. Bog uh, notices that the dog is kind of pacing back and forth around a very certain section of the wall and using his heightened Shadowfan senses, he can see a, a small crease in that wall that if it's either a, it was a door or is a door kind of right in that spot. Hey, gang, if there was a door, and if there is a door, it's over there. No. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I don't know why that dog's sticking there, but here's the thing. I have a vested personal interest in finding this holocron as quickly as possible and getting out of this screw-up. No offense to either of you. He gives a... Nice little head nod to Doric and Bale. But, Doric, Kale, we can't see ourselves sticking around here for much longer. Right, Bale. That's what, of course. It's all right. I forgot your name, too. (laughs) It's only three letters. Well, in Bale's defense, his is only four. (laughs) (laughs) Skoga! I didn't know you could All count. Right. Hey, there's a lot of things you don't know about me. But hey, look, I too have a vest, and I too want to get through this door. So I say we just go past the dog. Look, I have a couple of treats we could give it. And Skoga pulls out a couple of pieces of peppered beef jerky um, <laughs> that he, he does have. does have. Don't even That's gotta... canon. <laughs> no destiny, no point, destiny required. point required for that. <laughs> um, it's right here on the sheet. You see, right here. <laughs> um, he says, we just enticed the dog with one of these, maybe two, kind of a big dog, and then we walk on past while he's gnawing on it. Oh, you don't want to do the old distract and strangle? I, I mean... How do you strangle a ghost? I'm sorry. I just I'm new here. <laughs> Why would you want? Look, it's so cute. Why would you want to strangle that? It's how dare you, <laughs> Doric? Who we we previously established last episode has a little thing on his visor where he's scrolling through ways to kill a ghost. Uh, he's looking through. He's like, nope, nope. Don't think that's gonna work. Not on the list. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not gonna kill the ghost. It's, it's gonna entice it. Yeah, go for it. Why don't you throw it some some of that jerky and let's see what happens. Oh, yeah, I meant strangling, yeah, enticing. Yeah, yeah. Skoga, Skoga just, you know, he tosses a couple of pieces of this beef jerky down kind of near the dog, you know, real casual-like. Sure, the dog will, yeah, will just go over and kind of sniff at it, and it's kind of weird because as he's chomping on this beef jerky, you can see through the dog, so you're watching it chew and swallow and digest this thing as it's going through its, uh, you know, digestive tract and all that kind of stuff, and that... The fact that it's chewing on the meat, you guys do now realize that it can be corporeal and can actually chomp on you. So be aware of that. Bog is going to quite cautiously now with this new information (laughs) and large pair of jaws in front of him, just slink over to where he ascertained this door to be. Yeah, you just see it looks about, say, a three foot by seven foot kind of a rectangular kind of crease is in the wall. Hey, hey, um, Dwayne, is, uh, so Bale's gonna look around the room. Is there, like, some sort of, like, a, like, a little kennel or, like, a doghouse? No. 
Um, is there nope, anything? This... Is there anything that would like? Is there like a like a chew toy or something that would indicate <laughs> the name, the the name of this actual this actual dog? <laughs> uh, no, does that have a collar? You know what? You know what? Hold on, hold on. I'm flipping a light side point. There is a chew. There is a chew toy on the ground with its name on it. Okay, what's its name? Uh, Snuggles. Okay. Yeah. Snuggles the ghost dog yeah. is chewing on some beef jerky. <laughs> yeah. So 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 Bale walks Bale's Bale walks over to the uh the chew toy, picks it up, and says, Oh, Snuggles. Hey Snuggles, come here, boy. <clears throat> is there and any the dog, response? The dog just chews on its uh its beef jerky. He squeezes the chew toy toy and it squeaks. A thousand year old chew toy will squeak. Is there air? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how long rubber lasts in Star Wars. It's Star I mean, I Wars. It, nothing biodegrades in Star Wars. They just pollute planets and move to another one. <laughs> okay, so fine. Yes, this chew toy squeaks. Yeah. The animal will look at you and kind of just stare and not really yeah. engage with you. It's kind of sitting in front of the door, chewing on its beef jerky because that's what, that's what its job is. Okay. So obviously this dog is just not going to get like distracted or just is so used to like being treated so horribly that it's just completely like devoid of any emotion towards a toy that it's supposedly supposed to chew on. So that's fine. That's cool. That just means that this just tells Bale that this dog during its lifetime was abused. Um, I would say more that this dog is extremely well trained to do a singular job. And I don't know why you're projecting animal abuse on this poor thing. Because, hey, you know. Yeah, well, this dog is actually a, a member of the Sith Order. <laughs> you can use lightsaber. Yes. You're going to find out. This is, this is the, the dread Darth Snuggles. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Snuggles! <laughs> Kamikaze protocol droid for the last <laughs> So yes, the yes, Darth Snuggles stays in front of the door chewing on his beef jerky because he's a well-trained guard dog. Uh, with no sign no signs of emotional or physical abuse. Okay. Alright, alright, fine. Um, so you know what? Uh so there so we saw a, like what seems to be like a secret door sort of thing. Yes. Bale's just gonna walk over to it. <laughs> He'll take one for the team. <laughs> okay. Okay, you're gonna try to what? Push open the door? What? Uh, he's gonna. Ex- uh, so, um, hey, hey, Bog, you said uh, the, this. Uh, the, take a look at this. Is this sort of a mechanism on his door that uh, I'm missing here? It looks like straight ice, and Bog is sort of just patting his hands up and down the door. He can't reach the whole door. Oh, yeah, Bill, so. Bill's got him covered. Like, Bill, like, picks him up and puts him up. <laughs> and lifts him up above his head. Like, here you go, Bog. It's like the Lion King. He's just holding him up. It's a circle of life. Oh, oh goodness. Bog questions nothing and is just he's running his hands along the creases trying to find some latch or whatever he could think so, of. Yeah, Bog will his hand will hit a certain spot and you hear a click and then the door <gasps> will kind of slide open and as the door slides open you smell what is like an overwhelming amount 
of paprika in the air. Paprika? Paprika? Oh, yeah, no. the the spice. Oh no, please. <laughs> oh, oh, we no. Yeah, we are not going to Dune territory, okay? Paprika. <laughs> Everything in Star Wars is named something slightly different just to mess with oh, yeah, paprika. Okay. Space paprika. <laughs> paprika. <laughs> so yes, the smell is kind of just wafts, hits you guys hard in the face as the door slides, and inside you see. About a half dozen more of these dogs, and you can tell automatically that the smell is just coming off of these dogs right here. And sitting in the middle of this room is the egg, the holocron, and the dogs are just kind of just lazing, lying about, just minding their own business as this holocron is kind of sitting there on, the, on this little, po- little <laughs> the, as the little thing is sitting on a pedestal. We'll even say the whole like like a quest in a video game. The light is down, shining on it, and there is there is the egg, surrounded <laughs> by a half dozen paprika dogs. All right, Bog kind of just taps on Bale's arm or hand or whatever to set him down. He's like, "Well, this was that was really easy, All right, guys." The hot usually, there's yet, a lot Bog. more shooting on our end. Guys, I I I know the answer to this one. Does anybody have a bag of sand? Anybody? <laughs> we can just switch it out real quick. Can make a bag of ice for you if you want. Yeah. All right, perfect. Um, now I've handled some of these eggs before. I think I know a good weight for them. <laughs> and he, the dog will notice this. I don't think the dog is thinking about the weight on the pedestal. No, I'm pretty sure it's a pressure plate. All right, I've I've been down this road before. Okay. <laughs> so many copyright infringements. All right. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, Skogan, you're going to try to do a uh, swap out of the bag and the egg? Um, yeah, 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 I am. (laughs) Staying wary. He's going to go up there with uh, the duffel bag, uh, and he's like, he's like just like taking some things out and like kind of feeling the weight. Maybe he'll put something back in and be like, "Ah, yeah, that's probably good. Okay. Why don't you just roll me, uh, say, like, maybe an intellect check of some kind to oh, see how oh, accurate no. Skoga's going to be on this. Oh, golly. Some sort of oh. intellect? <clears throat> okay. Well, I mean, whatever intellectual <laughs> skill you think would help you guesstimate the weight of an egg. <laughs> um, okay, we're, okay, no, you know what? We're going to go with, uh, we're going to go with mechanics here, um, okay. because I have no ranks in that, um, like all my other intellect skills. So this will uh, difficulty will be uh, three purple, but I will give you a blue because you have seen this egg before. Maybe you did handle it in your universe. Nice. You might have an idea of how much it should possibly weigh. Hold on, hold on. If you throw the bag at a distance, you can use ranged heavy. (laughs) 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 Boom. Um, okay, okay. Th- th- that's a choice. That's a choice. I'm not gonna say no. I'm. I'm gonna say yes, GM. We're that's gonna, a choice. We're, yeah, we're gonna. We're gonna freaking do this thing. We're gonna Indiana Jones the sucker. I, wait, can I say that? That's copyright. Yes. We just. We just. Space Indiana Jones. You can Jones. say whatever you want. We're the ones who get sued. Space, You're just space Indiana cars. Jones. Okay, <laughs> Space Indiana Jones. It's different. Hot diggity dog. <laughs> I got a success and a disadvantage, or a threat, whatever that is. This is a circle. 
It looks like a soccer ball. It looks like a soccer ball. To okay, me. yeah. Yeah, I got a starburst and a soccer ball. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Uh, describe how Skoga kind of walks up and does this uh, quick switch. Skoga, with the duffel bag in hand, he goes up uh, to the pedestal. You know, he's shakes his shoulders, makes sure everything's loose. Right. And then as fast as he can, which admittedly is not super fast, he just, with his left hand, he grabs the egg, and then in one quick motion, swaps the egg with the duffel bag, holds the egg, and then he just looks around at all the dogs. The dogs just kind of just stare at you, and one kind of comes over and uh, sniffs Skoga, looks, and just kind of lays down at his feet. All right, guys, I'm pretty sure Aww. they've accepted me as their master. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just likes you. <laughs> that's that's a good boy. And he gives him a pat on the head. And then he, Skoga <laughs> pulls out his last piece of beef jerky, and he tosses it on the ground. and says, all right, guys, mission accomplished. That was easy. So I'm going to uh, flip a dark side point. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. And... and um. When that beef jerky hits the ground, uh, the dogs go for it, and they start fighting, and quickly <laughs> oh, realize no. there's not enough jerky for all of them, oh, no. and they turn and look at Skoga <clears throat> like he is a piece of jerky, and they're all hungry right now. So we're going to go ahead and start our skill challenge right now. Oh, <laughs> so boy. We are going to, we are going to uh, roll initiative. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the hard order. This is not the usual Star Wars or FFG, how you guys can pick and choose. We're going to lock in our initiative for the order that you guys are going to go in. Your goal for this skill challenge is to get away from the dogs and to get out of this uh, ice cavern. So any m- amount of narration you feel will help you. You can just, if you want to just fight the dogs, if you want to talk about how you climb up, how you run, we can make it all kind of work as it goes. So let's everyone just roll initiative so we can get our order. Uh, initiative is cool, correct? Uh, cool's fine. Yeah, I'll let you choose whatever one. Yeah, whatever one you you feel would be. Yeah. What What's the other option that you could use? Uh, vigilance. I mean, I I would think you guys were probably on edge. It wasn't like you weren't paying attention to the uh, paprika dog. So <laughs> paprika, <laughs> paprika. Uh. Two successes and two advantages. Primrose, is that you? Primrose Asherdeer is here. (laughs) Here to tell you that we're in for a ride. (laughs) You brought it out. Don't even how start. Did guys, <laughs> how did you guys have matching roles? It's like two successes, two advantages. Two successes, two advantages. Luke and Skoga are, are weirdly we're connected. in sync. Mirror each other. <laughs> well, we're I connected mean, I'm through the force. Bog. Yeah, Bog tied yeah. with Bam. Wow, look, look at, at that. The... Oh, wow. What partner is in crime? <laughs> <laughs> um, remember, we need to have six successful roles for this to have a positive outcome for um let's say four or three i don't remember what i said i think i said three three um failure roles will mean you have an unsuccessful outcome for this skill challenge i mean we could make it four unsuccessful you know just just bump (laughs) i don't mind (laughs) (laughs) so remember you can't use the same same skill twice and you cannot use the skill as the person directly before you 
Okay, so we're starting with Bale. Bale, you see that these dogs start to snarl and start making a move towards Skoga. So what is yeah. uh, your plan to stop them? So, uh, to stop the dogs? <clears throat> well, what is your plan? You could come up with anything. You could start trying to, you could run on your own. You could do any option you want. What are you doing in this? Uh, so Bale is going to use, he's going to use his coordination. Okay. Uh, he's going to grab onto Skoga. And hopefully Skoga will get the hint that he needs to get out in front of Bale. So, like, you know, basically it's kind of like me use, like, that's what you can use coordination for, right? It's coordinate with your, with your people, right? Well, coordination is more like balance and agility. I, I always, that's, I always took it as that's what that coordination, not like coordinating actions. That'd be more like a warfare or a leadership if you're trying to tell him what to do. Um, okay. So. Bale I mean, you could use coordination and say that you're going to, like, you know, athletically go into that room or use some sort of quickness to get past the dogs to get in between them and Skoga or something like that. There are options. Yeah. So um, he's going to use his athletics to get in between Skoga and the dogs and then also at the same time kind of shove Skoga and give him the hint to run. So sure. um that's going to be uh, whatever your skill is against uh, one red, two purple, and a black. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and flip a light side to get a green. Um, I'm trying to see if we, there was any sort of advantages this happening. Uh, this would be unexpected. So, yeah. All right. Fine. I'll just roll. Uh, one threat. All right. So that is uh, one uh, failure. Yep. That is not a successful roll. So that is that is a negative one for you guys. No? All right. Next up. Uh, so, Bale, you're just not able to get past the dogs. Maybe they're moving back and forth. And as they were ghostly before in their hunger or rage, they've become very, very corporeal. Mm -hmm. And you're not able to uh, push past them at this time. Uh, Bog, uh, you're up. Okay. All right. So, Bog, then, is going to use his coordination to... You cannot use coordination. Oh, he I thought Bale I did not use coordination. Athletics. I used... What'd you use? Nope. I'm sorry. Uh, I used What'd my you athletics. Use? Oh, okay. I, mean, I, I thought you said coordination. I apologize, Ryan. That's nope. That <clears throat> was good. So, Bog is going to then maneuver himself between any of these dogs that seem to be still coming after Skoga just to pose a new threat to distract them, to throw them off the scent, so to speak. Sure. Uh, same. Everyone's going to be rolling the same difficulty of the one red, two purple, and a black. Oh, no. This is so bad. Okie dokie. Oh, yes. Hot diggity dog. Oh, man. I'm sitting here sweating. <laughs> <laughs> So two successes, three advantages. Okay, with those three advantages, um, you could pass those on uh, to the next person for, uh, let's say, I'll let you pass on. I'll, I'll even give you just straight up one for one. You could pass on three blues to the person rolling next. Yes, so, let's let's do that. So Bog just kind of what positions himself in between some of the dogs and is trying to draw their attention? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sidestep in, quick on his feet, just, who, 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 which way is he going to go? All right, next up, uh, Dork, it's your turn. You have uh, three additional blue to your uh, your roll. 
<laughs> so when when Doric handed off that duffel bag, uh, he uh, ha- we we cut this for time, but there was twenty minutes of Doric being like, "No, no, we can't. T- we gotta take this." Took the Sith stuff, and so rolling vigilance to see if he thought to 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 <laughs> to keep a pack of jerky. <laughs> okay, sure. Roll against your vigilance of the same. The one red, uh, two purple, and a black. Okay. Uh, what was that? Uh. Do we want to spend blue dyes on this? I think there were advantages. There are three. You could use them, or you could you leave them for Skoga. I mean, they'll go away. At, they'll they'll go away at the end of the round. Is this is a boring way to fix it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the fail. Sure. Fuck. <laughs> hey, we used our one. <laughs> we already. Wow. <laughs> For those of you at home, that is two successes, one threat, and a triumph. So, two starbursts, one soccer ball, and a um Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy logo. Yes, yes, I knew I knew <laughs> that from somewhere. Two thousand whatever video game. <laughs> All right, so for the uh, triumph, I will give I will give you an extra success for that triumph. So I'll count that as two successes because what does uh, Dork find in his bag that the dogs are just absolutely all about all of a sudden? What it, it's 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 not it, it's not even like like cheap jerky. It is like uh, a a thick uh, uh, hunk of oh, you know what it is. It's a hunk of of cave squid jerky. <laughs> okay, <laughs> those oh, are people, yeah. People are gonna figure know this. Yes, uh, from a a certain adventure, and so he, <laughs> that is what he throws out, and it's got this this really interesting sort of calamari smell, and that's what's intriguing. <laughs> sure, yeah. Of of the half dozen, uh, it's like a te- it's like a tentacle, the tip of a tentacle. Yeah, of the half dozen of paprika dogs, I'd say about two of them kind of just lose interest in the skoga meat and realize that that's what they really want that other stuff. So they've kind of pulled away and they're starting to chomp down on that thing that uh, Dork just threw out there. And now we're on uh, to skoga. Uh, you have two blues you can add to your role here, Noah. Okie dokie. Um, I think what skoga is going to do, I'm going to have skoga do a survival check um because he is going to try to interact with these dogs on a more base level i guess he's going to bare his fangs and his claws and he's going to start hissing at them and try to make himself appear larger and kind of try to intimidate them a bit so they back off when the, isn't it, is an intimidation a skill oh is it <laughs> oh coercion Coercion. Oh, I'm sorry. Coercion. I'm sorry. I'm good. Either one. I'm saying either one. Coercion or uh, survival is fine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and use survival because I'm a little bit better in that. Sure. Not much. Um. And we are gonna go ahead and oh, because Skoga has a rank in the hunter skill, um, he gets an automatic blue. Okay. Uh, when interacting with beasts and creatures, which okay. I, I okay, feel so like th- feel like this that gives you three over. blue total. Okay, three blue. Yeah, total. it definitely does. Um, and we are doing two purples, a red, one red, and a black, and a black. Okay, let's roll this up. Oof. All right. Okay. Another success. Nice. A success wow. and a threat. 
All right, nice. So that gives you uh, four seconds. So what does that look like uh, when <clears throat> Skoga just goes full bestial? Um, it, it, it's kind of... It's very intimidating for anybody watching, especially for the dogs. But I mean, even the even the other guys are like, "This guy's kind of, guy's kind of weird." Like, uh, <laughs> as he's sitting there and he's like, he's hissing at them, and you know, he's kind of what's what's it called when you know, like when when like a, like a dog or an animal does this kind of thing, like 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 snaps like his jaw, at the bit, chomp, yeah, yeah, um. And Skoga snaps his jaws a few times while he's hissing, and he maybe swings his arms around a few times and gets some of these dogs to back up off of him. Yeah, cool, yeah. Some of them are just, yeah, intimidated by this now more ferocious beast. This things might be more alpha, more stronger than they expected. They thought he was just walking jerky, but now the, this jerky bites back. So <laughs> we're, we are back at the, uh, it's like a snapping into a Slim Jim type situation. We are. He's savage. Just the kid. See, yeah, I was thinking more when they had which, which was it was it Slim Jim when they had the Bigfoot was their thing, or was that a different brand of jerky? I'm I think I think no, that was it Slim was Macho Jim. Man Randy Savage, and it was uh, well, he I know yeah. I'm not disagreeing with the Macho Man, but I remember Bigfoot being a beef jerky spokesman at some point. Oh yeah, no, I think there was a, a line of commercials where like one like a guy would like try to take away like to take away like a Slim Jim like. Yeah, they're like messed with Bigfoot. And yeah, like and over then the Bigfoot would just go off the wall, and just like literally destroy them. <laughs> there you go. That, I have to look it up later. That's what you see. You see somebody takes Skoga's Slim Jim, and he's <laughs> and now he's loose. Slim into a Slim Jim. On goal, we will produce a a Slim commercial. There you go. <laughs> All right, we're at the top of the round. And I'm going to go ahead and flip a dark side point here. And, um, d well, the other two don't actually have the communicators, but Doric and Bale can hear, uh, the voice of Kit Cloud Kicker coming back over the radio. And he is in an absolute panic. He's like, I don't know what you guys are doing down there, but you need to get out. The Sith are on their way. Thanks for listening to the Flight Risk Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please head over to the podcast service of your choice and leave us a review. Every review helps more people find the show. If you want to help the show out, please spread the word on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Flight Risk Pod and on Facebook. If you want to help us in a monetary fashion, you can head over to Patreon and help support the show. Follow Skip and Anarchy as their adventure takes them to the Flash Fantasy Skeleton Crew podcast. There's a link in the show notes. 